Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. It's Thursday the 13th of June. Coming up, hundreds march through Canterbury in support of attack victims. We, as a place, as a city, welcome guests and visitors, regardless of the colour of their skin, regardless of where they're from, and that we condemn all forms of violence. Teenagers spotted skateboarding on rooftops. They are likely to break the neck. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Um, it. It's totally irresponsible from their point of view. And Olympian hopes to inspire next generation of swimmers with a visit to Kent. Kent Online News. The family of a German student who was the victim of what some fear was a racist attack in Canterbury say they're praying for him to wake up from his coma. 17-year-old Daniel Ezzedine, who's of Lebanese descent, is in a critical condition in hospital after being assaulted in Whitefriars Street a week ago. His brothers have spoken out saying he doesn't deserve it and described him as a strong boy with his life ahead of him. Last night, hundreds of people marched through the city to show support for him. Daniel's mum and two of his older brothers have flown to the UK to be by his bedside. A fundraising page has been set up to help them pay for accommodation. So far, more than £9,000 has been donated. Ben Hickman organised the demonstration in Canterbury. The purpose of this event is to, uh, as a community, to come together and share a united, strong united message that we, as a place, as a city, welcome guests and visitors regardless of the colour of their skin, regardless of where they're from, and that we condemn all forms of violence. So clearly we don't know exactly what's happened Friday, but clearly uh, a non-white boy has been uh, uh, attacked, um, and that's in a context of raising, um, rising hate crimes, particularly race hate crimes, in Kent. Uh, and so rather than wait around for a few weeks to make sure what's happened, uh, we feel that it's important to take a stand now uh, against... All, all, all forms of prejudice and all forms of violence. And obviously this attack, it's for, you know, really people have been really shocked and really feeling for, for this, this boy and his family. Mm. Yes, well, I mean, our MP has obviously been um, in contact with the family and, and helping them out. Um, and clearly there's flowers down there and there, there should be plenty of people here to express our solidarity with, with, that, with the victim, regardless of, of what exactly has happened. So far, six teenagers and a man have been arrested over the attack. Kent Online reports. Police have released computer-generated images of a convicted murderer who's been missing from Maidstone for more than a month. Joseph Bagley was released from prison in January on a supervised life licence after killing a taxi driver in 1978, but failed to turn up for his curfew in May. Detectives say there's a strong chance the 66-year-old may have changed his appearance. You can see images of what he might look like now in our story online. The Kent family of a dad who died in a fire in Denmark a day before he was due to come home are demanding answers. 48-year-old John Gore was working at a Facebook data centre project when the blaze broke out in a storeroom three weeks ago. His parents, who live in Rochester, say they still don't know what's happened as there's been no post-mortem. The Foreign Office say they're supporting the family and are in contact with Danish authorities. 
authorities. A judge at Canterbury Crown Court has criticised the police after a man who beat up and threatened to kill a woman walked free from jail. Stephen McIntyre attacked the victim a number of times but was only charged with three counts of assault. The 25-year-old from High Street in Ramsgate was sentenced to 21 weeks in prison, which he'd already served on remand. He's also been given a restraining order. Shocking pictures have emerged of teenagers skateboarding and cycling on rooftops in Dover. Staff at the Brunch Cafe on Biggin Street noticed the youngsters risking their lives by jumping over gaps in between buildings on Sunday afternoon. Assistant Manager Elaine Walker has been telling Ish about her concerns. As the business owners, we'd be responsible if anything happened to them. And secondly, they are flat roofs and they aren't very stable. Um, A lot of us have had repair work done because they're not very stable. And extreme sporting at that height is not really what they ought to be doing. You know, sort of, they thought it was funny. Um, At at the time of the noise, I actually thought somebody had broken into the premises and was in our storeroom which is when, why we rushed up the stairs. We have a back door and said to a colleague that was with me, Paul, you know, have you heard anybody come in? He said, no, so I think we've got burglars. And it, it was that loud that we actually thought they were in the building and not on the building. And, and you mentioned now the, 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 the condition of, of the roof itself. I mean, regardless of why they might be up there, I mean, just how dangerous is it? Very. The roofs, I mean, it's an, they're old buildings. They are flat roofs. They do, we do have a problem um, all along our row. We've got problems where we've had them patched because of the nature of the roof. The water sits up there. The beams get wet because they do leak like they do on a flat tarred roof. Um, it's not stable at all. Being of their age group, they think it's funny. You know, they thought it was highly hilarious and that we should get a life. But at the end of the day, Unfortunately, it is easy for them to get onto those roofs from where they were coming up. So it's just another playground area, isn't it? And what you could know? the consequences be if they continue taking risks like that, or if anyone takes risks like that? The consequences? Well, if he comes off his bike, because he's got a, a BMX bike, one of the lads had a BMX bike on there, he's only got to hit something and come off the roof, hasn't he? I mean, we are talking about three flights up, we're not talking about the roof of a single-storey building. We have gone up three flights to the top of our building, and they are above that. I mean, they are likely to break the neck. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. Um, it. It's totally irresponsible from their point of view. I mean, we've taken advice about putting signs up and some sort of deterrent, but at the time, at this moment, obviously, it is just open rooftop space. Um, not very clever. From, just not very clever. It, it's, uh, but it is what things that, that kids do nowadays, isn't it? And, and obviously, they, they do yeah. the extreme sports. They watch it on television. It's you know, skateboarding, same as snowboarding, extreme sports. That's just their, their lifestyle now, isn't it? And, and obviously you went up there and, uh, and rightfully trying to reason with them. What would be your message or warning to these young people or anyone who's considering taking such risks? Don't be silly. It might look clever. It might look safe. But you just don't know what's there. It doesn't take a lot for the weight of three or four children running across the roof for a beam to smash. And 
it's a bit like drunk driving, isn't it? You don't know what's going to happen until you've done it. And then when the accident happens, there's no turning the clock back. At the end of the day, the best he could do is maybe break a leg. But does he really want to break his leg at his age? And as I say, somewhere between the ages, I would have said maybe 11, 12 at the youngest and maybe 15 as the eldest. They're trespassing. They're putting their lives at danger. They're putting our lives at danger. God forbid they came through the roof, da da da. That's what would happen. You know, they're putting the property at risk because they could have loosened anything up there, which then makes the structure not safe. And anybody underneath a non-safe structure, it doesn't mean to say it's going to happen now. But if any of the beams have been loosened or weakened, we get a heavy rainfall, we get a problem, the people underneath are going to get hurt. It, it's a, a in-the-future-out-of-the-box thought, isn't it? It, it's not it, just what might happen if I fall off this roof. It's what damage am I doing to this roof that might then have consequences for people afterwards. Well, police say they're looking into it and are keen to speak to any witnesses. You can see the pictures in our story online. Kent Online News. A report by the police watchdog says Kent officers who arrested a man who died in custody after swallowing a bag of cocaine did not breach standards of professional behaviour. 29-year-old Carl Maynard was taken to Tunbridge Police Station in October 2017 after being arrested for alleged allegedly assaulting his girlfriend at their home on Lincoln Road in Shepway near Maidstone. The force has since made changes to its policy about people who are brought in and might have swallowed drugs. Figures show Maidstone and Tunbridge Wells NHS Trust had the worst waiting times for cancer patients in the country last year. Four in ten people had to wait more than two months after an initial GP referral. The government target is for 85% of patients to be treated within that time. The Trust says it's seen an increase in demand and they've made changes to their system to make sure people are seen more quickly. You'll soon be able to get compensation if your southeastern train is held up by just 15 minutes. The company's improving its delay repay scheme from this autumn in an effort to provide passengers with a better service. In the past you've only been able to get money back when there's at least half an hour of disruption. And finally today a world record holding swimmer is is coming to Kent this summer to inspire the next generation of champions. Olympic gold medalist Adam Peaty will be visiting Strood Sports Centre to deliver a race clinic for 8 to 17-year-olds. Places were fully booked in just two hours. That's it for now, but don't forget you can go to kentonline.co.uk for more news throughout the day. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.